on the block with Strick and Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are back here on the block on Big Ten Media Days. And, of course, we're happy to be joined out at Lucas Oil Stadium by Eric Strickland and Jake Sorensen as uh, Gary Michaels Clothiers and Ben Bleicher of Professional Realty Group with BHHS Real Estate have uh, helped us, are sponsoring us today on our Big Ten media coverage. Uh, Guys, we've been talking a lot of Husker football. We'll get back to that in a second, but I did want to run by you uh, a few things that happened nationally real quick. Uh, Julio Jones signing with the Bucks on a one-year deal. Of course, uh, things didn't... Ooh, Tom Brady's Another got a aging veteran. That is, I mean, only you less than 500 so? yards last year. Eh, he had hamstring problems. He's, he's aging, man. Maybe he was didn't like Ryan Tannehill. I, I don't maybe, blame him. Maybe he emerges like an old T.O. and Possibly. just gets busy. You like Julio? I like Julio. Julio was disappointing Tennessee. Yeah, but again, they, they made a song. I mean, my, Ryan my, Tannehill ain't very good, though. My man, Julio. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what what else is going on? <laughs> well, the Pistons are going back to their old '90s look. Do you, are you guys on board with oh, that? I love the teal, that. I love teal it. Teal uniform. Yes. Hey, <laughs> and listen, don't sleep on the Pistons. They're doing some. Hey, listen, they they they're putting together a, a you know two to three year from now type of team. Don't don't sleep on them. Watch your eye. Keep your eyes on them. Yes. Yeah. That, that's fair enough. And then the last thing before we get back to, to football is the bracket is set for the 2022 ESPN Invitational. Nebraska basketball will take on an old conference foe, the Oklahoma Sooners. Does that uh, do anything? Let's get you ready. Of course, Strick, you played the Sooners plenty when you were back in the old Big 8 days. So, yeah, us and the Sooners were Porter fighting Mosier to see who now. was going to be. Yeah, yeah. I, I've actually – actually, I interviewed for Porter Mosier when he was at uh, oh, Montana. Nice. Yeah, I was trying to be a coach, and, you know, they didn't want to let me in the door. What? But it's <laughs> Come on, Porter. Come on, Porter. <laughs> no, but uh, it, it's crazy because we, we used to fight to see who was going to be the fastest running team in the Big 8, and we would win out a lot of those times. We'd, we'd bust a – they, they head open. The old Sooners. Uh, yeah. qu- question for you guys. I, I uh, This is a fashion question. Strick, you probably would be curious about this. Um, so you saw it today. I saw you walking over there. So I, I know you saw him. Pat Fitzgerald, Northwestern head coach, had a you know light purple suit going on. Mm-hmm. Can I pull that off? I think you that could. Was, the hesitation. That was <laughs> hesitation. <laughs> no. That's a no. No, you see no, that? I, I, listen, yeah, I, I think I'm Jake, I think yeah. Jake the Snake can pull that off. I think Jake the Snake can pull that off. You know, Jake. Hey, Jake is kind of listen. Jake has got a little cut in his own little way. You know what I mean? He's he's real slim. He's lean. He's real cool. You know, he's got a beautiful wife. And I want to be Jake back in my old days because he's just real wow. calm, cool, and collective. He walks around with a little swag. Mm. I don't have the kind of swag that Jake has. But <laughs> I, listen, you know. listen. I have swag. Says the NBA fan <laughs> over here. I don't think so. Strict. Let's not get crazy. Here. That's not crazy. <laughs> Shut up, simple. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We get uh, doing that. So I think if I think maybe you'd uh, fit in along with uh, maybe Lloyd Christmas and, and Harry Dunn, you probably put <laughs> so that I need, on. I need the top hat. <laughs> yeah, you need bow to get the tie, top. the top hat. Right. That's <laughs> the so now, Pat, be a Pat joke can thing. pull it off because he's synonymous with the color purple. So it's like, yeah. okay, that that looks right. There's just something about that that looks right. I don't yeah, know if light old, purple. He looked like an OG. He looked like Nino Brown. Oh, he looked no, he looked. He looked good. like a Nino. He looked, he looked good. He looked good in that yeah. suit. Absolutely, yeah, he looked like Nino Brown. 
Yeah, I don't know. Na- I don't Nathan, know Nathan, you wear suits every every morning for the news. Maybe you should find a purple one. Somewhere. Hey, listen, I've tried. I've tried asking people if I could pull off the UNC baby blue and got a couple resounding no's. So I think I might, I, I might stick with the uh, the gray, burnt black, orange. and blue. Yeah. No, you need burnt orange. Burnt orange. Oh, yeah. now you know uh, burnt orange and maroon shirt. Well. See, Strick knows well. what's going on. <laughs> there you go, a little hokey action. You know, he knows what's going on. Yeah, as long as it's burnt uh, to that that level of orange, not the Texas level of orange. <laughs> oh yeah. That's no, where people no, will no, turn no. on you around here. No. Uh, so I did want to ask you this, too. Was there? I know we, we, everybody, I've been asking everybody, but uh, most people are pretty nose deep in Nebraska media, or, or Nebraska media is pretty, uh, you know, up to, uh, is pretty focused on the Nebraska athletes and coaches there. Uh, did you get anything from some of the other coaches uh, from around the Big Ten today? Yeah. Uh, so, okay, so I heard from, I, I didn't listen to really anything on the on the main stage. I, I was looking more at the podium stuff. It's kind of more the, you know, they get they get more real answers there than the fabricated stage mm-hmm. 15 minutes um so heard from pj fleck a little bit um jim harbaugh kirk ferentz listened to mike loxie for a second got bored and left that one yes, uh, <laughs> yes. it was it was so, so oh my gosh it was so loxley was like it was, so he was bored. trying like yeah. he was trying uh, but it didn't work you know a guy that uh, i didn't listen i didn't really listen to it all but he had a pretty good crowd for a while surprised by and he's and he's well-spoken likable I was shocked at the crowd and the time that Tom Allen of Indiana was set. He was right there ahead of here. I was like, man, this, like, this, this is not a guy I thought would have a big crowd. But he did. Um, didn't I would have no takeaways for you from him. I didn't listen to him. But, uh, you know, P.J. Fleck is, is somebody that, you know, as you would expect, is very confident in his team. He believes in them. I think they're once again disrespected. I think he's correct in that. I think that they are a team that's overlooked, even though they're picked third in the West by the media. I think they could be a contender to win the West. Wisconsin got basically all the votes in the media poll. Iowa got a couple. Minnesota got like one. Um, and they went Purdue, Nebraska, Illinois, Northwestern after that. But, you know, PJ is just the, you know, I, I think early on in media days, people like to pick on him because he's the high-energy guy. He's roll the boat, Sky, you know, Sky Uma, all that, all that stuff. But he's respected now. Yeah. Uh, Despite, I don't think people think he, his team's going to be as good as I think they will be. So I thought that was interesting. Um, Jim Harbaugh, uh, you know, he's a typical kind of standoffish. No nonsense. Yeah. Kind, of, kind of a prick a little bit. Yeah. There. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's what he is. I mean, um, he's a football yeah, it runs guy. In the, it runs in the family. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was saying something about how he thought his best defenses uh, in the past were ones that didn't have a bunch of stars coming out of high school. Like, I don't know if Hutchinson and Ojebo did, but he was saying, like, last year David Ojebo was a guy that nobody was talking about mm-hmm. before the season, and then he be- really became a guy that became a first-round potential, got hurt, became a second- or third-round pick after that. But but he was someone that he was a big reason why Michigan rose because everyone talked about Hutchinson. Nobody mm-hmm. talked about Ojebo, mm-hmm. and he became that good of a player. Uh, and then with Kirk Ferentz, in, ter- in terms of what he was talking about, um, this won't surprise you guys at all, uh, but extremely opposed to NIL and Transfer Portal. Mm. <laughs> ah, shocker. <Of> <laughs> <Not cooler. laughs> nothing, nothing really yeah. new there. I just, you know, the standard stuff. You said, yeah, I mean, I don't like the way our game's going. Uh, we've had a great game. I hate to see it, us lose what we've had. I and mean, I appreciate that stance a little bit, but... Um, you know, Iowa, we've made fun of a little bit because they haven't really entertained the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. And I guess they could be the ones making fun of us because they won the division last year. Mm-hmm. It's like, do we need the portal? You guys can take all these guys with different cultures they built in. We'll just keep the Iowa culture the Iowa way and keep rolling you. Well, if so, what, there's if, my report of the coach. There you go. And if one <laughs> one program is a quarterback away, it seems like Iowa is that program every year. Um, but yet they didn't want to go into the transfer portal. So I did find that um, 
not again, not surprising. Brian Ferentz, <laughs> Kirk's son, is now in charge of the quarterbacks there. He's taking a lot of heat for the lack of development that they've had uh, over the last couple of years. But, uh, uh, yeah, not too surprising. <laughs> horrid. Horrid, yeah. horrid development in the in the court and, and haven't really addressed it. So it's going to be a matter when you're looking Nate at Stanley. Iowa is is it going to be the same of much much to do of the same. Um, one of the things that I find with Iowa is it is very basic in everything that they do. Mm-hmm. Everything is so yeah. Like if I was a cornerback, I would love to play Iowa. If I was a cornerback or a safety, because their route their route combinations and patterns are so readable. And uh, but that's that's not what they rely on. They rely on changes of field position, great special teams, turn you over get you to make mistakes and take advantage of it on short fields. That's, that's, that's their game plan. That's the way they've, they've always kind of just happened to beat you and win games. But I can understand why he doesn't want to address the transfer portal. Uh, he's an old school guy. That is a nuance of transformation. It's similar. Let me just give you an example in basketball. That would be no different than what the eye test is into transformation into analytics, right? A lot of guys are used to going, sitting down, watching, observing, and doing it that way. They're caught in a system. But then when the change of COVID and all that was addressed, they couldn't do it by huddle. They couldn't do it. They couldn't go out and recruit, and it messed up everybody's way of doing things. That's what the NIL has kind of done with, um, with football. The traditional coaches who have been able to go and sit down, look you in your face, address you, now have to look at it and wonder where the bag at. And <laughs> that's unfortunate yeah. that they have to deal with it. Yeah, I mean, Farron said the same thing. It's like, you know, we don't recruit like that. Yeah. We've never done. We 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 find guys typically. You know, we find some some good players some, that have, have ratings, but we find a lot of guys that are hidden gems. Yeah, and we develop those guys. They appreciate that, and they're going to keep trying that. But those guys might eventually, by year one or you know two or three. Say I want some money. Like they just lost Charlie Jones, their their yeah. excellent returner yeah. to to Purdue, and that probably has a lot to do with NIL. Saying yeah. we'll we'll pay you money to come here to Purdue, and I just I wonder if Iowa will you know stay with the times, and if 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 they can still win despite not staying with the times. That's very we'll interesting. See. I mean, they, because you're seeing, especially more so in basketball, which is is certainly changed over the last couple of years. The old guard kind of moving. Out of the coaching industry because they don't – I mean, Roy Williams said as much when he left North Carolina. He doesn't like where college athletics is going. And, and you kind of heard – I think Kirk Ferentz said the same thing today. Um, so we'll see. I mean, if, if some of the old guard in, in college football starts to move off, uh, obviously Nick Saban's had mixed feelings, I think you could call it <laughs> so far, uh, and maybe is, is leaning in more toward it. And that's what I think all these coaches are doing. When you hear Frost talk about it, you know, um, Nebraska's always positioned themselves uh, – pretty well when this NIL thing was going to come down, but it was still somewhat taboo or, you know, this was cheating a year ago. It's not cheating now. I don't feel great about it. And then you hear Frost today saying um, straight up, we probably wouldn't have some of the guys on the roster this year if we didn't have the NIL money. And I think that that's a transition that needs to happen instead of just kind of, yeah, it's there here to, you know, promote it. If Nebraska is one of the top teams, promote it. And then if you're Iowa, if you're one of these other teams in the big 10, 
this is your chance to get even with those those Pac-12, Big 12, ACC teams. They're not going to get the type of money that you're going to get in the TV deals. And again, that money goes to the university. Maybe that's you know different um, than the collectives and in, in you know the NIL that you can arrange around it. But uh, I think that they'll find a way to be able to shuffle the money around if it's there. And uh, and that and, and to me, I I, I hope. I, I guess I don't I, I don't care one way or the other for the other Big Ten teams, but um, with the TV contracts that are coming in, with the money that's coming into the Big Ten, that's the equalizer. If you're in Indiana or Northwestern or you know even in Iowa, teams that don't you know that don't traditionally or have the tradition or the football success to add up to some of these other conferences um, that aren't going to have that money around. Well, and and the, here's what's crazy. I mean, Commissioner Ward was asked a question on the podium. Where somebody uh, I can't remember exactly where he was from, but he basically said, "You're about you're you're negotiating on a on a new uh, television deal. It's going to be a lot of money. Money's going to be out there. Uh, what are you What are you going to do about sharing that those revenues with the players?" I was like, uh, I, I I I had a Scooby Doo <laughs> moment when that came out because it was like. I'm like, how is he going to answer this question? You know what I mean? Yeah. And he did a wonderful job of really answering evasively, so to speak. He answered that question evasively so that he didn't kind of catch himself into a uh, a bear trap. <laughs> and uh, but, but but those are the type of things people are really throwing stuff out there because um, that can be a whole nother issue when you're talking about uh, having to address this situation because these conferences now are becoming super conferences, are going to be landing a lot of money, and it's going to be a matter of um, how is NIL going to be a part of that as well. You're listening to On the Block here, sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. The guys are out there at Lucas Oil Stadium as part of 93.7 The Ticket's coverage of Big Ten Media Days, and that is sponsored by Gary uh, Gary Michaels Clothers and Ben Bleicher of uh, Professional Real Estate. So we'll take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, uh, we will uh, we'll talk more. We'll get uh, maybe the final segment with you guys. I, I've heard a rumor you might get kicked out by the end. We'll see. if the Maybe you can linger. Segment. Maybe you can the linger final, around. The final The final segment. segment. They, hey, they're looking at us real funny right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So one more segment with the guys out there at Lucas Oil Stadium until tomorrow. And then I, I've seen some of you guys asking at 5 o'clock, we are going to play all the clips that we have for you uh, throughout the day. So you hear plenty from Coach Frost, uh, Travis Vokalek, uh, Quentin Newsom, and Garrett Nelson, whoever else we've got on there. We're going to finish the show with the interview earlier with Nebraska Athletic Director Trev Albert. So all that is coming up around the corner here on the block on 93.7 The Ticket.